today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Susan, thank you very much. We were talking about hotel rooms and how clean they really are a little earlier and your messages are coming in. My husband works in a five-star hotel and will not use throws and cushions in any hotel. So that tells you something. Maraid has sent us this message, which makes my spine tingle. Maraid worked in a hotel in Germany in the 80s as a chambermaid. The woman I worked with wiped around the toilet and the wash basin with a cloth which she then used to polish the drinking glasses in the bathroom. And Maraid says everything looked spotless. And that is one rule. I'm not going to go in like Primrose now and clean the whole room. But do not use those glasses that they leave in the room because you know what goes on. Sandra says a friend of mine went away with her friends and the first night (laughs) she got into the bed and she found a pair of men's socks. Could have been worse, Sandra. It could have been worse. Keep them coming in. 51551. Now, discussions around how to fund RTE continue at government level. The Thornish to Micheál Martin has said that if revenue collected the licence fee, there would be 100% returns, which could conceivably result in a reduction to the €160 per year charge. So how likely is it that revenue would be responsible for collecting a media charge? Professor Stephen Kinsler is head of the Department of Economics at the University of Limerick and also Chief Economic Writer, Economics Writer at The Currency. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning. Thanks very much for joining us on this one. The government has said it's going to sign off on a funding model for RTE before the summer. What it might look like, though, is still very unclear. But how much weight do you lend to those comments from the Thornish to Micheál Martin? Uh, a lot of weight. I mean, I think that there's a very strong debate inside Cabinet about the nature of the funding mechanism. There's there's very little doubt about the need for it. Uh, the question is how how do you resource it and what are the implications? Because every every mechanism you choose has a downside. So if you go for direct exchequer funding, for example, a government in the future may simply choose to use that uh, power to yank the chain of the uh, of the state broadcaster. Um, uh, if if you choose any other model, essentially you're levying a regressive tax on people, which means poorer people pay proportionally more than richer people. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult one to square. Um, I think they, they it, I think it's going to essentially come down to some kind of fixed charge that's, uh, that's levied on on people, and we, you know, we, we call these things levies. But let's be honest: if if revenue collected, it's a tax, mm-hmm. and, and, that, uh, and that's the problem because our experience with with the last uh, controversial charge or tax was the water charges, and we all know what happened then. And what's to say that won't happen again? Yeah, I mean, look, people people tend tend not to like paying taxes. I mean, that was true. That was true in the early nineteenth century uh, and twentieth centuries for with income taxes. It's true for consumption taxes and every other kind of tax. Um, uh, one thing that is important is, is, you know, the property tax is is there. It does exist. Uh, people weren't happy about it at the time, um, and we 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 collect a very small amount of money um, from the from people with a property tax. But it is administered by revenue. There is very very high compliance because revenue are excellent at their jobs. Um, and everybody's a little bit scared of them. So I, I, I think if you choose to go the revenue route, the one thing that you can be sure of is many more people will pay this thing. And, and that will probably mean that the average amount per household will be lower. But of course, if you're already paying nearly zero or zero, uh, then you're going to feel a very large increase when, when revenue mm-hmm. come after you for for, for, for this. And, and it will intensify um, criticisms of RT by people who, uh, you know, frankly speaking, don't use the, the service very much. Yeah, so if you're not paying the licence, 
you're saying, you know, any charge is going to be difficult for you to stomach. And also the comparison with the property tax. People who pay property tax will feel, well, I own a property. You know, I, I have this responsibility to pay for the services connected with this asset that I have and I will continue to have. That same sentiment mightn't be there around a public service broadcasting tax. Yeah, but you, you own a democracy and there's no doubt about it's a harder it. harder sell. Uh, uh, Oh, that's a fair point. That's a fair point, Claire. No, no doubt about it. But uh, we all see what's, happen- what's happening in the States with polarization of media, excessive corporate corporate uh, involvement there. Um, uh, and you can see what, what happens when the media ecosystem breaks down, particularly at local levels, um, uh, uh, in terms of the about, amount of information that citizens can get. Like, like you, 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 at, one, at one level, when these things go wrong badly, they go very wrong and they're hard to fix. I think in general, RT's, RT's new, news coverage is excellent and, and, and um, they are, if you like, the quote-unquote paper of record a lot of the time. So, you know, it is, it is very, very important that we fund state broadcasters. In the same way, it's very important that we fund state public transport and streetlights you know it's mm. it's yes it's individually not something i'd pay for but can you just imagine walking around with no streetlights it's the same thing it's a public good and and the thing about public goods is there's no incentive for the individual to pay for it but everybody benefits from it being there how do you assess the appetite to deal with this in the lifetime of the government because we know what has happened in the past the book has always been passed on how to fund public service broadcasting do you think it will happen this time in the lifetime of this government yeah, I think they understand they have to fix it. Um, I think they understand they have to be the ones to deal with the problem. I think they understand that uh, this is a nettle that has to be grasped. And if it if it if it is an unpopular imposition of a new tax right before um, uh, right before a general election, yes, it's not brilliant electoral timing. But in fairness to them, the government have other uh, uh, mechanisms at their disposal to uh, offset. Uh, the worst impacts of it on poorer households, and um, given that they they hold the uh, budget strings of a of a series of state coffers that have never had more money in them, I think they'll find ways to uh, ameliorate the public mm. if ne- if necessary. And I wonder how what the logistics would be around collecting it for revenue. Would it be linked to the property tax register in some way? Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. Um, they'll write out to every tax, ta- they'll write out to every PPS uh, uh, a person, and they'll simply say, "Hi, um, you're, you're, do do you, do you have a device? It probably won't be a TV license; it'll be a device license." They'll say, "Hi, how are you? Do you uh, do you have one of these things? Guess what? You're 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 uh, you're now liable for this stuff." So it's not um, every household anymore; it's every person. No, no. I think I think so. I think I think I think uh, the, the issue of, of, of def- definition of household is going to be a little bit tricky. Um, I think uh, the definition of property owner is going to be a little bit tricky. There's a lot of people renting that kind of stuff. So you know, and they will. And, and it is an important point as well to note that the the discussions, as far as I'm aware, really they don't centre around a TV license. It's much more like a charge for media. So you're talking about RT, but you're also talking about local local uh, local media and and many other things. So I think that that'll be an important piece of the messaging. So there will be far more people paying this media tax if that's what it ends up being. So it could be a lot lower than 160 oh, yeah. euro. Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, I think I think one of the things that is important um, 
it is important that RT has very much lost, or it's has, has not very much, but it seems to have lost a good bit of the public's confidence, um, as measured by the the increase in non-payment of uh, the uh, TV license. So it would be very important that any imposition of any kind of tax um, is a as low as possible, b as progressive as possible, and c as linked to actual benefits for individuals as possible. And I think that that'll be kind of really, really important um, because there will be people who don't want to pay it, who don't think it's worth it and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the, you know, like like there are people who don't want to pay any kind of tax. That's fair enough. But but uh, you can't run a society that way. And, uh, you know, I, I think it, it, we have now seen what it looks like in the UK and the US when this thing breaks down, right? You get really, really bad outcomes. And so I think there's a stitch in time saves nine kind of argument to be made here, but the government needs to be the one making it. And again, it's very difficult to make that argument for the imposition of a new tax, mm-hmm. you know, but, nine months ahead of a general election. But if you are a 19 year old with your PPSN number and you get that letter and you're saying, well, I don't use RTE, let's say I don't I don't listen to it, I don't use it. You might think you don't, but maybe you do in some way. Um but if you're told, well, this is going to support your local radio station and your mm-hmm. local newspaper and also your national newspaper, perhaps that, that might be a way of mitigating against protest. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be telling 19 year olds about newspapers, uh, Claire. Well, they, on, they, they, the they, online they, offering of, of the newspapers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think uh, fundamentally it's about, look, do you want to have sources of trusted news or not? Uh, do you want to have something that really incentivizes and, and backs up the arts? Do you want to have something that uh, essentially allows the nation to talk to itself in a fair and balanced way? And that is fundamentally accountable to you in a fair and balanced way. And then, you know, for the private operators, uh, you know, there the, the, there are private operators in the media space. Having something that helps them too would be a very, very important point because a lot of the criticism of RT in the past has been, it, you know, it, 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 uh, it, 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 it does both. It gets the, the public sector levy, but it also competes for advertising. Yeah. So finding finding a balance with the private sector media operators as well will be really really important. And there's no right answer here. Like, but but I think everyone the the, the good thing is everyone has agreed the current situation is unsustainable. All right. right. The, well, the let, question is what to do about it and and when. Let's see what happens, Stephen. Thanks very much, Stephen uh, Kinsler. No there, Professor Stephen Kinsler, coming up next. Evelyn reports on two princesses who want their forefather's warrior stick back. From from an Irish museum. Text 51551 today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.